Welcome in everybody, Nerdicons. We're back. Episode 80. I don't know if 80 is a milestone or anything, is but it 80? hey, we're at number 80. Damn. Yeah. Eight zero. 20 more episodes, half a year away from 100. <laughs> we got this. I feel, like we, I feel like we've been doing this for how long? Uh, much longer than 80 episodes, but I am your host, Russell. With me, as always, are my co-hosts. The man from the past telling us what we, I don't know. Oh, Game, you mean. Our, what has yet mean, to happen? You mean <laughs> our, our, our Kang? Our, he our who, Kang? He who <laughs> remains in the past. Yes. <laughs> the variant of Damien from the future is me, Damien from the past. And, uh, you know, I am that which remains. And let me tell you, first and foremost, y'all, anyone who's seen the Black Widow movie, if you have a problem with Taskmaster... I'm going to let you know something really fast. Remember, codename Taskmaster. We still don't. So, okay, so spoilers, Russ. Spoilers, Russ. There's a problem with people's portrayal of oh, people's perception of Taskmaster in this movie. Won't I'll say mute you. What was that? It won't let me mute you. <laughs> I won't spoil it. All I'll say is anyone who's complaining about the Taskmaster portrayal. Shut up. Codename Taskmaster. Read between the lines. Have they, Just enjoy the movie. I always thought Taskmaster was a ripoff of Deathstroke, so, you know. Well, isn't that what Deadpool was supposed to be? I think that's what they both are, so. With, with your boy Rob Liefeld? And that's all Rob Liefeld does is rip stuff off. <laughs> yeah, he, even, he even made Snake Eyes Deadpool recently, so. Let me put Snake Eyes in a red suit. Okay, not for nothing. I think I'm gonna go see the movie, the the Snake Eyes film. I think oh, yeah. I'm going to actually go see it. Uh, I've dissected Suicide Squad trailers to the to the death, so I need something else to throw my brain into. So I'm thinking, if I can get like a matinee showing of Snake Eyes, where I only pay four bucks, AMC Stubbs, something like that, I'll do that. But uh, yeah, anyone bitching about the Black Widow movie? It was fun. It was enjoyable. I didn't expect it to beat Endgame. I don't know why some of you people had that kind of like thought process, but it was solid. It was a solid bridge movie to close a gap. And that movie did do that. And there are some Easter eggs for potential future Marvel, you know, Marvel instances. And uh, you'll see it, Russ, when you watch the movie. Uh, but it was thoroughly enjoyable. Uh, please bring on the Suicide Squad now. I can't freaking wait. I'm tired of freaking waiting. Uh, August can't get here soon enough. Uh, and we'll get to Loki. Uh, I just want to tell people, I went back and I rewatched uh, Earth's Mightiest Heroes, Avengers Earth's Mightiest Heroes, which is bar none, head and shoulders above Avengers Assemble in terms of animated, you know, Avengers content. And I know Assemble was supposed to be more towards the MCU version, but man, listen, from the iconic costumes to the better, in my opinion, voice acting and storylines. Go back and watch Earth's Mightiest Heroes. You'll enjoy that exponentially more, I guarantee you, than watching Avengers Assemble. Because by the time it got to Wakanda, I didn't care. So just throwing it out there. So yeah, go go watch movies if you can, if you're vaccinated. Please wear your mask because I went to a wrestling show last week. Uh, I didn't get to tell you guys this. Went to GCW. And Russ, you know about GCW. Uh, there's not a lot of rules that go with GCW. I went to Correct. my first front row death match. Uh, Should have worn safety goggles. I'll say that. 
light tubes and glass shards everywhere. Uh, my friends and I downed about 48 beers at least. And that was fun. But here's why I tell people to mask up even if you're vaccinated. And this is not a political rant. This is just me saying be careful. Because I was the only person in that damn arena wearing a mask with the exception of drinking my beer and I put it right back on. So you know in Texas, there's a few people that don't have their vaccinations, right? So, and let's be honest, not everyone's going to be a decent human. So yeah, that show was something else. Glass did get into my arm and cut my arm a little bit. Uh, Next time if I go to a, a death match, I'll wear long sleeves just to be safe. But all in all, for those who remember that I, you know, started with podcasting as a wrestling, I, want, I don't want to say journalist, but something to that ilk. So it was good to be back at a live show. Uh, I have potentially tickets to go to Money in the Bank, a WWE pay-per-view this weekend in Fort Worth. I may go. By the time this show airs, uh, I probably would have gone and, again, masked up. Because if you've been watching the news, the Delta variant is starting to strike. So they just canceled what the Yankees and the Red Sox for COVID outbreak. Jay Williams from ESPN, even though he's double vaccinated, cannot call the NBA finals because he is now COVID positive. And two members of team USA's men's basketball team pulled out for COVID protocols. So anybody who thought we were over this, guess what? We're not. We're over it. I thought we finally figured out how to adapt, but apparently we're not doing that. Humans, Russ. Humans. Can't expect them to do the things we would do. It's amazing we've lasted this long. Truth. And also joining us from the mobile studio. Yep. Carl, say hi to everybody. Hi, everybody. Uh, I missed you. Did you miss me? Of course I did. Yes. Uh, let's see. Oh, my. So my f- first week back took the week before off just to try to relax, even though I can't relax, but, um, you know, did, you know, some doctor's appointments. Let's see this week. Well, I watched bad batch, which is continuing to be enjoyable. Watch Loki. So we'll save that for when we get into the show. Um, just working on dios. Didn't get any anything anything new, new new pickups. Um, didn't really watch anything super crazy that I can remember. That's like, ooh, I need to bring this up on the show. So, yeah, it was a pretty simple week today. It was a rough day. Not that it was a bad day, but it was just a physically draining day because we got furniture delivery. So, you know, I'm one of three guys in a um, tractor trailer on a 100-degree day in a non-AC tractor-trailer, unloading furniture into a box truck or, you know, in one off of a tractor-trailer and then had to then go and load it into storage areas that have no room for this furniture in 400-year-old buildings without AC. So there's been a better part of the day feeling like I took a shower with my clothes on. Gross, I know, but, you know. So it was a draining day. I, I went home. I put on. Uh, I tried to watch Army of the Dead with Batista, 
and it was pretty cool. But then I passed out, and then it was quarter to nine. It went, oh damn! I guess I, I, I guess I better get up. Um, so I might have to try to rewatch that one because it looked interesting. Um, Zack Snyder, if he can do a good movie, he's good at zombie movies. So we'll see. Well, we'll see how he is at sci-fi movies now. Oh, why was he doing now? Well, Netflix has Star picked Trek? up his Star Wars pitch. Mm. So remember, Zack Snyder pitched a Star Wars movie to Lucasfilm, and they passed on it. Mm. So Netflix has pick, picked it up. I mean, obviously, it won't be a Star Wars movie, but it'll be based on that storyline. And the name of the movie is called Rebel Moon. Wow. Okay. So, hmm. yeah, there were there was a few Star Wars groups saying, "Why are they letting Zack Snyder direct a Star Wars movie on Netflix? What is this? What is what is Disney thinking?" It's like, dude, do you not read? Mm-hmm. Like, it's clear they don't read. Yeah, it's not actually a Star Wars movie. I mean, it's the same story they pitched I mean, as a Star Wars movie, but let's be honest, Troy, the movie Troy. Was uh, George Miller's Batman v Superman pitch? Huh. Interesting. Yeah, if, you did, if you didn't realize that. Really? Yeah. Huh. You wanted to base it off the Battle of the Trojan War. Interesting. Interesting. But they didn't want to make it. Warner Brothers was like, no, nah, let's not make this. This might actually be good. So are we gonna are we gonna find out down the road Joker was actually a pitch for Taxi Driver too? (laughs) Probably. (laughs) I mean, it was a blatant ripoff. I mean, I mean, I mean, what? Wait, did I say that out loud? You did. Um, (laughs) It's probably one of the most overrated movies I've ever seen that wasn't made by Christopher Nolan. Wow. It had shots, a it had a very fired. had a very important message, but it was lost because it was what it was. Right. Which I have a feeling it was like a a desk drawer script that they went, Oh, you know what? Let's slap Joker on this. Because everybody after the movie's not seeing go, Man, we need to make sure we have mental health care coverage in this country. No, they're like, Well, are Batman and Joker now brothers? What? Did so, you not see Joker? Oh, you, but, oh, okay, I'm just gonna. Uh, okay. So that little that little that kid that was playing Bruce Wayne is that gonna grow up to be Robert Pattinson? Yeah, that was a big question after the movie. It's like, dude, you missed the point. And I think, honestly, I think the message of the movie and the point of the movie was done a disservice by slapping the name Joker on it and putting him in the makeup and all that, if they would have taken out all D all Warner brothers, DC references in that movie, I think it would have been a more impactful movie and it would have, it would have deserved all the praise it got, but Mm. it didn't deserve all the praise it got because it was because of all the Warner brothers stuff. It and DC stuff, it, it got lost. Okay. Does yeah, that make sense? You, when you it sell does. it as a comic book movie, it tends to, at least with like the bougie 
film people, it, it then is it taken less seriously. Because, oh, wait, this is a comic book movie? When it really well, the bougie, the bougie film, film people were talking about the message, but the comic book people who, who watched it overtook the conversation mm. and became louder in the conversation. And all people could talk about was, well, is this going to be a is this going to feed in the Robert Pattinson movie? Is this Robert Pattinson's Joker? Well, that would make Joker a senior citizen. Why is he beating up senior citizens? Why are people even asking these types of questions? Honestly. Oh, trust me, there were many podcasts who were asking these questions. Are they any good, these podcasts? Because these sound like stupid questions. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just leave it at that. Mm. Well, I mean, you know, looking at it too this way, Russ, is like, I mean, it's the first DC, good DC movie um, or accidental DC movie <laughs> in a long time. Incidentally, so they, DC. Yeah. 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 Shazam so, I mean, was good. Oh, well, this movie had gravitas. You know what I mean? Like, you know, so it's like they got to get excited about something, man. There's not much to look forward to. Even though Rock tweeted that picture of Black Adam, the back of him is Black Adam. Well, he's on press tour for Jungle Cruise now, so. I guess, you know, well, uh, you know, I know, honestly, I could wait another 10 years for Black Adam because it's been what? A hundred. Yeah. <laughs> but speaking of comic book movies and comic book, apparently the way you insert Deadpool into a <laughs> into the MCU is you put him in a reaction video with Cork. Mm-hmm. What did who you guys to, think? Who happens to be Taika Waititi and Ryan Reynolds? Promoting another movie that well, they're both in that's not called Free Guy. <laughs> oh God. Yeah, I mean it took me a minute and then I was like, oh wait, Taika Watiti is in that movie. This makes sense. This He's is a bad guy. Yeah. Only thing about that movie is I feel like they kind of like all the best parts are in the trailer. That is probably. entirely possible. <laughs> like that's but the I'm way I'm probably gonna see it anyway because it's probably gonna be funny. Yeah, it probably is. It looks like a fun movie, so I would probably, I, I, I kind of want to see it. So, but I just I, feel like I, it just feels like one of those movies that like all the good stuffs in the trailer. It's it's a chance to see Taika Waititi ham it up. Mm. That that's that's the whole reason. I I'm mean, getting Grandmaster vibes from Taika Waititi in that movie. Yeah, corporate. Okay. Corporate version of the uh, of the Grandmaster from uh, Thor Ragnarok. And this would be like, well, not counting the commercial, the second movie they're in together. The war, the war. Yeah, they were in Green, Green Lantern. Lantern. Taika Waititi's in Green Lantern? Yeah. Yeah. Who is he? He's uh, a scientist Thomas friend or something. Thomas huh. Green Lantern's bud, buddy. Interesting. No, I'd have to look up the name. I, I used to know the name, but I can't remember it now. But yeah, when he shows it off, he goes, Whoa, I know oh, that guy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that guy. Yeah, I know who that is now. Okay. Interesting. Didn't even know. So I guess Deadpool is technically part of the MCU? Well, 
after Loki, technically everything's part of the MCU now. Basically, the X-Men, all the bootleg Fantastic Four movies. Shoot, Masters of the Universe, probably. That Dolph Lundgren movie that came out back in 1985. Everything. All the Punishers. (laughs) Everything. Oh, Dolph Dolph Lundgren Punisher? Dolph Lundgren Punisher. Dolph Lundgren, Thomas Thomas Jane, Ray Stevenson, and and, and John Barenthal are all variants of each other. Oh, no. Oh, Let me think about it. It's... Look, Marvel's like, we don't have to do this. We are choosing to do this. And DC's probably sitting there going over there going, the fuck? Why didn't we think of this? Because <laughs> you don't have Kevin Feige. Yeah. But, I mean, it's like, come on. It's like, this is the biggest, like, uh, Deus X. Uh, whatever ex machina ever it's like let's just okay so for those of you who don't know we're talking about loki we're going to review the final episode and review the season as a whole in this season and we've been talking about it all along we get he who remains right now everybody's like well that's king well, yes. Yeah, more like a mortis, but sure, sure. Technically, he is. It's the Citadel at the end of time. It is a variant of Kang. Yes. It's not Kang, the Conqueror, yes. who we will see in Quantum Mania. And who knows if that's going to be the actual Kang in Quantum Mania? It might be another variant, depending on how these timelines go about it well i think for the 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 movies they're going to keep it simple Mm -hmm. right there's going to be an explanation in dr strange next year or in spider-man later this year which i think we could see a spider-man trailer any day now because i think they were waiting until the end of can end of um (laughs) kang (laughs) the end of kang Sorry. So, no, I mean, but I think I think they were waiting for the end of Loki because I think some of Loki's going to tie in to No Way Home and mm-hmm. Doctor Strange. Because I think some I read somewhere and I'm not sure who it was. I didn't see the article. Somebody confirmed that Loki will be in Doctor Strange too. Um, which would make sense. Well, and that's the thing is, this is a different Loki. This isn't the Loki in Avengers. This isn't the Loki in Ragnarok. Ragnarok. This is a completely different Loki. Interesting. Which now Marvel doesn't have to explain anything (gasps) anymore. We can have a new Captain America. We can have a new Iron Man. And we don't need to recast. You can recast them and you're like, well, yeah, that's not Robert Downey Jr. That's a variant of Tony Stark. That is now Tony Stark. Which makes me think about, um, even if I remember Disney, I wouldn't say his name because I think he doesn't want to be put out there giving out stuff. But he works for Disney. He's a part of the... uh, Siskel scavengers. I think he also yeah. talks to some other guys that I know. Um, 
did drop the hint that um, I think in Doctor Strange we'll see a lot of actors that were up for the roles of the characters in Avengers actually be in the movie yeah. as the characters. So I was like, oh, dude from Office is going to be Captain America. And he said to me, Carl, can I confirm or deny? <laughs> I mean, like, it would be it would be fun to see Tom Cruise strutting around as Tony Stark. Right. Oh, Even for just a cameo. Even for great. just a cameo, you right. know. It would be fun to see Ben Affleck strut his stuff as Daredevil one more time. Right. Oh, that would be hilarious. Wesley Snipes' Blade. That's been another rumor, apparently. That's been making the rounds the last couple of days. I mean... Interesting. I want, wait, what, whatever happened to the Marshall Ali Blade? Oh, that's still going oh, to be made. Oh, he is Blade. Yeah, but it just has, the, hasn't been talked about. They're talking about... They're talking about having... Wesley Snipes in some weird multiversal nonsensical nonsense uh, appear as Blade as a cameo, which uh, it's fine for me. Long as there's no Steven Dorf, I don't care. Just tax his yeah. income, okay? Yeah, just make, make sure, sure he pays his income. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Marvel, when you cut that check, make sure the taxes are paid. <laughs> yeah, for real. Um, but no, I, I, I just think it's a brilliant way to, to give yourself free reign. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and then something like a Terrence Howard as Rhodey oh, can God. be explained as a hiccup in the timeline. You know, like, you know, the whole Darren from Bewitched. Darren changed. Why did Darren change? Everybody notices Darren changed. Why didn't the people in the show notice Darren changed? Why would they not notice it's a different Darren? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it, it can be, you, you can find a hiccup way to explain that. And, you know, that that's what I'm interested to see with Dr. Strange is Dr. Strange going to try to put all the timeline back together. And he's going to be stressed the fuck out, mm-hmm. which is why he brings in Peter, which is why he brings in Wanda, why he brings in Loki, you know, at least two of them have the power to help him bring the timeline back in order. Yeah. Well, because Loki's got the knowledge of how it works. Wanda's, you know, you know, obviously after WandaVision, you know, finally lets her, letting her be close to the Wanda in the comics, who's like super powerful. Well, it also, it also kind of explains... Now, if you use Loki as an explanation of now why the Eternals are getting involved. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Which, like, I mean, it's not like it ramps up any excitement for Eternals for me, but at least, like, now it's like, well, okay, well, let's see how this plays into everything. And, you know, for all I know, Eternals could be a great movie. You know what I mean? For all I know. You know what I mean? It could be, you know, great. We could be right. the next Guardians, which was like an obscure cosmic team that no one knew about, and then now like they're one of the most popular things, you know. So well, right, but 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 it, it you know everybody's all like, well, why are the Eternals just now getting involved? If they could fight Thanos, why are they just now getting involved? They're now getting involved because the timeline is getting all wackadoodle. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and and and. You know, you'll have you, you as you saw as it branched off. 
like a like a like a blood vessel more so than anything else is you'll have the movies like guardians like thor love and thunder that take place in the main timeline they're not i don't i don't i don't think love and thunder is going to deal with jane foster being a variant of thor she'll become thor because it'll help her because you know the whole cancer thing um and you know it'll you know i i don't you know but they're going to need and loki season two may do this and add to say say why um he who remains because they didn't even name him nathaniel richards they just called him he who remains yeah and Um, that's another can of worms we're going to eventually open because now there's a hullabaloo about you know because nathaniel richards is is a kang variant if you want to be technical right Uh, so people are saying does that mean reed richards is going to be black no it doesn't mean that not necessarily not necessarily but at the same token it's you can tell a lot about a person how they react to gender swaps or 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 race swaps of of comic book characters unsolicited not even no one even asked opinion just them getting up on a tuesday talking about so just imagine remember when remember when nick fury was played by uh samuel jackson right even though in the ultimate yeah. universe he was African American, but no, when was bit. the last time we we made the connection that Nick Fury was white? Like we almost forget that Nick Fury in the main six one six used to be white or was yeah. white. He was in yeah. the Punisher two D fighting game. David yeah. Hasselhoff played Nick Fury. Yeah. The Hawk. Do we still remember that? We do, but I guarantee you there is a younger demographic that doesn't know. That Nick Fury was white in the main Marvel Universe comics-wise. Yeah, only when they came out with the Ultimates, they purposely based him off of... Uh, of Samuel L. Jackson. Yeah, yeah, and that's the kind of the thing that made him go, okay, I'll do it. Because, <laughs> like, like, yeah, we this character looks like you because, like, we made, purposely made him look like you. Well, and see, here's how genetics works, Okay. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And and unfortunately, I'm going to have to use a bad example, okay, of Thomas Jefferson. Mm-hmm. Oh no! Because we all know Thomas Jefferson had children with one of his slaves. Yes. And so that child was of mixed race. Yes. Half white, half black. Now that child marries another black person. Mm-hmm. Their children are now seventy-five. 25 right and down and down the line we and go. then as they go down the line i, I hate <coughs> saying but the white features begin to disappear yes so it is entirely possible we're talking about like guys you know and, and we're not trying to say if if they cast morgan not well not morgan freeman but um just don't cast Michael B. Jordan as as Nick Fury, please, or as Reed Richards. Do okay. do me that favor. I can't. Well, I don't know if I can take Michael B. Jordan as a, as as any other blo- as, as any other character anymore. Um, <laughs> but l- l- let's say they chose to cast D. Ray Hauser, or what's his name? Is that his name? He played 
or let's say they cast Shaquille O'Neal's Reed Richards. Does it really matter oh if he's good in the role or not? I'm, I, I can't. I'm. Uh, let's say they cast Andre Brower. Right. As Reed Richards. Are we going to complain? No, Andre Brower is a fantastic actor. He's a fantastic freaking actor. Yes. Yeah. So who cares? Right. Who cares? Well, even in the comic books, like alternate dimensions, like certain characters or different ethnicities and stuff like that. So, I mean, really, it doesn't really matter. And right. I mean, and, and, and even if they cast John Krasinski as Reed Richards and Jonathan Majors is playing Nathaniel Richards. Yeah, Nathaniel Richards you're is talking just a descendant. Two, you're talking about two people separated by a thousand years. I know. Yeah. Eight thousand years. I know. <laughs> you're, you're, you're preaching to the choir here, Russ. I understand. So, I mean, these people have no ground to stand on. People are also dumb sometimes. So. I know. I know. But, but again, they've also taken Kang, like they've done with Gila, mm. and and Sylvie, and merged multiple characters into them. Right, because it's not even yeah. just like a, a racial or gender swap. It's right. a complete like swap swap or melding of two different characters. Because he who remains used to run the TVA. Right. And he, and he made in the Kang comments, he's an old AF looking dude. Yes. Yeah, and he made Kang Immortus. Yeah. So yeah, I, I I've done my research. I know. I, <laughs> because we're that kind of podcast, Wes. We don't just talk <laughs> shit out of our ass. We actually do know what we're talking about. 87% so, of the time. So Jonathan Majors Kang might not even be Nathaniel Richards. Okay? We cool? Yeah. Cool. Okay. But it was cool to see him. Okay, because immediately while I was watching this, I thought of both of you. That's why I went to our group chat and yelled Kang. Yeah. Because I, I got up. I figured after I saw the episode, I was like, oh, that's why. Which... I saw before I watched the episode, so I was like, oh, no. Sorry, guys. I'm so sorry, but I just, like, I was so excited, and I hadn't checked my phone yet from what you talk, what I talked <clears throat> about. I hadn't checked my phone yet, but I saw Jonathan Majors act like the loopiest, creepiest, Elon Muskiest CEO I have seen on screen yeah. in a long time, and I fucking, pardon my French, Loved his performance. Loved the the eccentric Doc Brownian with a semblance of just, no, this is some serious shit. You guys actually should be thanking me because I'm actually the good one. Y'all may think I'm weird. Y'all may think I'm bad. But my, my evil twin over there, like my Negaduck, they're way worse. I just happen to win. Yeah. But, you know, and he was just- He's very Rick Sanchez. Yeah, that, okay, I saw people compare him. That's a good comparison. Rick Sanchez is a good comparison. But he was so and, good. And I'll be honest, so I've, never seen, I've never seen Jonathan Majors in anything. Um, I'm looking through his movies, and um, I've, 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 I've never seen any of these movies. Um, not that that means anything, but... You know, I haven't seen Love Lovecraft Country or which got nominated for a lot of Emmys and still got canceled after one season. Or to Five Bloods. I, look, this is the first time I've seen him do his thing, and hey, bravo, bravo, 
though. Yep. Yeah, I immediately texted enjoyable. my friend and said, I want more. I want oh, to see and, more. And I, I, I mean, let me see. When is Ant-Man and Quantum Mania coming out? 2023 is when we're next scheduled to see him. Well, hopefully we're both, st- we're all still alive at that point. Yeah. When Spider-Man come out, that comes out this year, doesn't it? Comes out December. Yeah, so you never know. We might see. Maybe we might see a flash of them there. A peekaboo, yeah, and that could maybe. Be, and, and everybody's <clears throat> complaining about there not being a Spider-Man trailer. And I'm like, okay, we're talking more about there being not being a Spider-Man trailer than anything else. Everything we're getting, every glimpse of Spider-Man we're getting, is through toys. Yeah, toys and promo art, which. Just the no, off, you know, not to get off topic, but that that latest newest hot toy drop of the Far From Home suit made me hate it even more. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, but what if we're not seeing anything in Spider Man because they don't want to show it? Basically. That's because okay. Like, I don't, we don't want to spoil me. the movie. We want we want you to have these moments in the theater. Yeah. And it I mean, doesn't I think bother me at I all. Think, yeah, I, it doesn't bother me either. I, I I I think we'll get a trailer. When we'll get a trailer, I don't know. I'm not even gonna speculate. If we, um, don't, if we don't see it soon, I'm I'm sure by the end of August we'll have to see because I, I think we'll get Shang Shang Chi. It might even be attached to Shang. The trailer might even be attached yeah. to Shang Chi. But, but what by killing he who remains, Sylvie has opened up everything. Every timeline imaginable. Because we're, we're getting talk- Secret War. You yeah, know we're that. Getting, we're getting Secret War now. Which Secret War we're getting? We don't know. Um, I can put them both together. Yeah, you could probably uh, combine both stories. Or really. probably won't look like either one of them, like Civil War. Right. Um, or Age of Ultron. Like it, yeah. Age of Ultron was a totally, completely different. I mean, we could have Henry Cavill. We could have Henry Cavill as Superman in, in Secret War, for all we know. Because, you know, Marvel made by DC by then. Um, <laughs> please do that. That would be amazing. But, I'd rather, even if they did, I'd rather them keep those universes separate. That's just me. Well, it, it's neither here nor there, but it just, it says, oh, how are we going to, you know, oh, Kevin Feige, how are you going to introduce the mutants when you've gone so long without mutants? Oh, shut up. Oh, Kevin Feige, how are you going to introduce the Fantastic Four when you've gone so long without introducing shut the Fantastic up. Four? Mm-hmm. Oh, Kevin Feige, how are you going to, oh, I see now. This uh, is how you do it. Well, I could easily, <laughs> easily explain away the mutants. Well, well, I saw one theory years ago where you literally could just say Charles Xavier used his powers to keep them a secret. Yeah, yeah. Simple. Well, even then, I mean, you could say they were a secret, you know, like, you know, like, you know, they could invisible. Yeah, because I mean, I'm trying to draw parallels like Star Wars with Jedi. You might go generations without ever running into an actual Jedi because they're not that bad. Like, their numbers aren't that great. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, with mutants, it's like, you know, you might not ever see a mutant. You know what I mean? 
or what people you know you might hear about oh these, these people of power they're mutants they're like freaks or whatever like you know it could just be like a wise tale or urban light or something like you like you said professor Xavier could be hiding them but like <clears throat> i mean nick fury because they like to deal with mutant problems nick fury used to send the x-men on specific type of missions that like would only they could solve and it's like they were still kind of like the x-men weren't like you know in the newspaper like the x-men saved the day the x-men were still kind of like even the jim lane era were still kind of like you know a secret group you know team like people didn't know what the x-men were right you know so you could easily explain away that no man they're like they're hidden they're hiding My thing with with Marvel right now is I'd like to know, like, okay, give me a a how do a prime timeline. Okay. Like a six one six. No, 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 no. What I mean is like, okay, so while you know, we know Black Widow takes place between Civil War and Infinity War. Right. But what I don't know is how many years has it been since Iron Man won versus Canonically. Yeah. Okay. What we're what we're seeing now in quote unquote five years after Endgame. Yeah, because they kind of mess up they even kind of mess up the timeline themselves because right. in, in um homecoming the picture Vulture's daughter drew of the invasion is like the wrong date on it and stuff. Right. Well, the other thing too is like, okay, like uh, with Star Wars, it's like, okay, I know I, I have a set point to look at the Battle of Yavin where Luke Skywalker blows up the Death Star. So I know he was born 19 years before that happened. Okay. So that's the end of Revenge of the Sith. Order 66 is 19 years before the Death Star is blown up. I know that three years before that was the beginning of the Clone Wars and the Battle of Geonosis. And then 10 years before that was when the Sith revealed themselves in the Phantom Menace. And Palpatine took control of the Senate. So... I know somewhere in there solo takes place between order 66 and the battle of Yavin. I know that rogue one takes place right before the battle of Yavin. Um, almost immediately. I know that I, you know, I know the Mandalorian takes place five years after return of the Jedi, which takes place four years after Luke Skywalker blows up the death star. So, you know, it's like, okay, so Wanda entraps this um, group, this town. How long after Tony Stark's funeral was that? Um, Was that immediately? Was it a year? Was it, you know, something like that. That's what I need to know with Marvel, which is, it would would help me place these movies. Because you have in, in, in... the Winter Soldier, you have Sitwell mentioning Doctor Strange. But, but technically, well, but technically Doctor Strange doesn't take place till a couple of years later. Why is why 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 is anybody watching Stephen Strange? Well, he's the world's best surgeon. 
Yeah, but he's not showing any and this is a DC term, I understand. He's not showing any metahuman tendencies. Oh, well, I bet he's still incredibly wealthy and influential in his field, so they might be watching him. Right, but everybody else Sitwell names as a potential threat to Hydra mm. is a superhero. Mm. You know? Right. Yeah, well, so, I mean, that might have been a foobar by them, by like just giving the fans a mm, little Easter egg. A little Easter egg. I think that's what it is, and they, they may have to close that gap at some point, like Black Widow closed up a couple of gaps in the MCU. So, Which is why I think, like, okay, so I've always mm. said my headcanon with Doctor Strange is it takes place at the same time as the Winter Soldier. Yeah, when Infinity War takes what place, the, what, five years after Civil War? But the post credit scene with Doctor Strange and Thor that we see in Ragnarok is many years later. Right. Because he's got the gloves on and yeah, looks a little bit more weathered. Yes. But we never got the gloves in, in Infinity War. So it was kind of weird. Um, but, also, you know. Oh, go ahead. F- finish up. Bro. Go ahead. No, yeah, I, I finished. Okay, my whole thing, and I want to bring it back to Loki really fast because that's what we're talking about. Yeah. Uh, I don't like the fact, and maybe I'm just nitpicking, that Hiddleston's Loki took a back seat to his co-stars, to the part-timers, to Mobius, to, to classic Loki, to alligator Loki, to Sylvie. Now, you can say, hey... They're Lokis, so it's okay. It's still a Loki story. But then, was it really Loki's story? Or was it Sylvie's story? Like, I saw, I saw joking around, I saw uh, someone tweeted out that this is the story of a typical Karen who got mad at a Black-owned business and her partner oh, wow. tried to calm her down and he couldn't c- corral her outbursts and now the TVA, since it's a black-owned business, because I've seen some T-shirts with Miss Minutes that says she supports black-owned businesses. That's pretty funny. Uh, by the way, Miss Minutes special. popping out of nowhere for that jump scare, that shit scared the fuck out of me because I wasn't ready for that. But <laughs> I just find it hilarious that now Sylvie is even more the bad gal in this situation. So remember when Loki first started, I said, guys, remember, Loki's still the villain. And, mm-hmm. and, and fake Kang says, we're all villains here. So in reality, Sylvie's still a villain. She just bought on the universe's version of Ragnarok out of rage because she was emotionally angry and wanted to avenge her childhood that she didn't have. Which is what? where original Loki would have gone down had he not been a part of all this. And mm-hmm. and it, just for uh, reference, Jonathan Majors is credited as he who remains. Yes, he who remains. Okay. So yeah, that that was a great line. Like we're all villains here. Just some are worse than others, or something like that. Like yeah, mm-hmm. like they're him saying that they're not the worst, the most evil versions of themselves, and stuff like that. Like and I love the line after she. Stab, after she kill uh, stabs him, he goes, see you soon. 
Yep. I was like, ooh, ooh, <laughs> like, right. Uh, he and, did such a fantastic job. Oh my god, like he was what? so enjoyable. Like it's like I want a Kang show. <laughs> like, you, like you know, just like follow this guy around. Well, who knows? That might be the Secret Wars show. The Maybe. Secret Wars might be the multiverse war that we we get to see. Right. Um. I I just. Oh, I forgot what I was gonna say. I'm just uh, I'm just glad it wasn't a. Oh look, here's a random Loki. Here's another Loki. Right. Because yeah. that's why I thought they were going with it, but I'm glad yeah. I was wrong. And and like I said, I I was like just refer to him, and they technically just referred to Kang. They never said his name. Did they? No, they never said it. Kang. He said he goes by many names, but you know he's, he's been known he, as a conqueror. Yeah, yeah, con- yeah, yeah. He remains a conqueror. Like he went through a thing without saying Kang. Yeah, they they went through it without saying Kang. So we technically got Kang, but we didn't. Right. Yeah. You know, which is 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 a little different after Wandavision, where everybody's like, "Where's Mephisto? Where's Mephisto?" And we never got Mephisto. I am never going to get Mephisto. And I also feel like the whole Mephisto thing, since from day one they all been tying in. Well, Black Widow ties into Doctor Strange, which ties into Spider Man and Mephisto for the last over ten years in the Spider Man comics has still had like a. been a dark cloud over the Spider-Man comic and story for a long time that I feel like people were like, oh, is it going to be Mephisto because of Spider-Man? Like, are they going to go there? Like, that's what, I mean, at least my outlook is it, because I don't understand why it would be Mephisto. But then again, also in the actual comic, the story is based off of, it was Mephisto. But I feel like people were like, I mean, I don't even think people that were familiar with that comic we're saying Mephisto because he knew the comic. I feel like they were just drawn from Spider-Man because the deal with Mephisto with the marriage and like all this crazy stuff. But that's just me. Maybe I'm the Spider-Man minded guy. I don't know. Well, I, I think too is, you know, Kevin Feige opens his mouth about Marvel and then people start watching every, all the content afterwards saying, okay, who's coming I want to predict it. I want to be the one that predicts it so I can tell everybody in the on the internet that I was I knew this. Yeah, look how smart I am. Look how smart I am. Um and and I think Feige feeds that saying to to throw people off. Because when right. Feige said Doctor Strange 2 will tie into Spider-Man which will be led into everything which will be led into by WandaVision. He never mentioned Loki would have anything to do with any of that. But now we're finding out Loki does have everything to do with that. Mm-hmm. And he kind of threw you off with that because he that, then people started watching WandaVision. And he's like, oh, WandaVision's going to lead into Spider-Man. Mephisto is a Spider-Man villain. Wanda's fighting Mephisto. Oh, boy. You know, yeah. it's like and, and I think Feige does that on purpose. Oh, sure. And and it's smart. But at the same time, it's dangerous. Because yeah. as Damien and I both know, if you start booking how this is going to go and it doesn't go your way, some people get really mad about that. Oh, yes. <laughs> See, now, I, 
Man. I, 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 with stuff like that, I mean, if it goes a different way than I envisioned and it's good, then I'm, like, super happy because it's, like, I didn't expect that. That is great. And um, I got a message from uh, the host of our parent podcast on the Geek Out Show Network. Um, he left me a voicemail uh, super late the other night. He goes, oh, Doom. It's not Doom. I didn't really think it was going to be Doom. But half the fun is speculating for fun. Like, I mean, would I have been super happy if it was Doom? Because I love Dr. Doom. Hell yeah, <laughs> I would have been happy. But um, I'm going to be honest. I don't think we get doom until the Fantastic Four. Probably. Probably. I wouldn't. But then again, it's like these guys are so smart. You'll never know. Like I, you might not get doom in the main villain role a uh, main villain role, but they might sprinkle him in or mention him here or there. Or introduce him. You know what I mean? Because he is a leader of a whole country. You know what I mean? So uh, no one's mentioned that very on on air. Right. Like no one has. Uttered the, no. the name Latveria. No. Okay. Interesting. Which I thought Falcon and Winter Soldier were definitely. I thought they. I had. A, I thought like, oh, they're in Eastern Europe, going through like chasing these. I, I wonder if they're gonna sit, like, just like Easter egg. Oh, we're gonna guys be careful. We gotta travel travel through Latveria, Latveria because Latveria is dangerous. You know they don't want. You know. They're they're very um, closed off, I guess. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like right. Doom has a very like, you know, his grip on everything. <clears throat> there, it, I, that would have been fun. I think that was a missed opportunity. But anyway, they're 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 like North Korea more so than Wakanda. That's exactly. a good way to look at that. that. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's a perfect analogy. Yeah, for sure. Um, but back to Loki, and you know what? Too, I really enjoyed out of this episode it wasn't like an action-packed oh we gotta save everything craziness is going on it was a very talky talky kind of episode there was a lot of weight to it you know what i mean especially when loki and sylvie are fighting each other and you could tell like he doesn't want to be fighting her because he's in love with himself you know and it was great when they finally kissed, because you're like, I've been waiting for him to kiss himself this whole fucking time. <laughs> like, <laughs> nice way know? to say that. Yeah, <laughs> like, um, but yeah, uh, yeah. Jonathan Majors, when she stabs him, he's like, not even, he smiled, like, in, in like a smile. So you assume, I was just like, oh man, this is just gonna, this is uh, for MCU or Marvel fandom. And this this MCU stuff's gonna get freaking crazy, but in like a fun way. Right. There's almost as much uh, the possibilities for like just fun, enjoyable factor. I feel like are almost more enjoyable than you know gathering up the Infinity Stones. Like, you know what I mean? Because it's like, man, really anything's on the table now. Right, but at the same time, we we know which direction this is going. Um, over the next year, like Ant-Man and the Wasp, I didn't see when, when it's scheduled to come out, um, Quantum Mania. Which is, it just says 2023. Mm -hmm. Um, so we have everything coming out in 2022 to look forward to before 
um, quantum mania. And it, it just becomes a question of is, is Kang going to pop up somewhere or a variant or are we going to, you know, we're already going to see, uh, Yeah, you know what, too, thinking about it, not to veer off of the Loki show that we're talking about, because if they go Secret Wars, I mean, really, um, or meld the three of the Secret Wars, um, Kang could very much be replacement for the Beyonders. Right. Possibly, like the, uh, what is it, the Tribunal of Kangs or something like that? Uh, so. Yeah, I mean, they could just replace, because it's, kind of weird to explain the council of kings that's what it's called the council council of kings yeah you like the council of ricks and rick and morty right (laughs) and they admit they got it from marvel the council of ricks so right um i mean so like taking out black widow next is is shang chi then the eternals then spider-man then dr strange then thor then black panther then the Marvels, and then Ant-Man. So, I don't know what we're going to see. Are the Marvels uh, a movie or or a series? It's Captain Captain Marvel 2. Okay, sorry. Captain Marvel 2, got it. Yeah, because there's going to be, what, a a couple different Captain Marvels, isn't there or something? Yeah, there's Ms. Marvel, there's going to be Photon, her. Yeah. Yeah. Which I always... I keep forgetting about the Kamala Khan Miss Marvel show, and I've yeah, that's and I haven't even got into the <clears throat> TV shows, right? Because what know, if basically, basically Loki, you know, this Loki finale says, okay, what if is just basically going to show you some pictures of some alternate universes that we have, which is cool because you you might not have thought what if tied in, but now it kind of ties in and makes sense. Yeah, I mean, but I like I and Miss Marvel are supposed to come out this year. But I like how they did Kang for Loki because thinking about it, if someone doesn't have Disney Plus, but they love the MCU and they just watch the movies, they don't really have to like you don't have to see this to know. It's almost like we people that have Disney Plus that are watching the shows are kind of in on the secret. And and I'll leave you with this before we leave. 2022's Disney Plus schedule is Moon Knight, She-Hulk. Oh, man, I forgot about Moon Knight. Guardians of the Galaxy Holiday Special and Secret Invasion. Oh, wow, I forgot about Secret Invasion, too. <laughs> oh, no, so yeah. much content. And I don't see Secret Wars on here. Um, I see Ironheart, Armor Wars, and titled Wakanda series. Is that the word Wakanda series taking place of Black Panther 2? Mm-hmm. No. Wakanda Forever comes out on July 8th, 2022. I wonder if so, they're going to focus on that. I wonder if it's going to focus on Siri. Because that'd be cool if Siri becomes yeah, Black looks Panther. looks like Siri is going to be the Black Panther. But, you know, you, you never know. You never know. Uh, she's great as Black Panther in the comics. She was awesome. But she also, like... Was always Black Panther when T'Challa would like leave off world because 
I feel like everybody thinks you have to be the king to be Black Panther when it's like, no, Black Panther is a moniker of the protector of Wakanda. Yeah, the protector of Wakanda, not the king or the leader, because T'Chaka, if we go, even just watching Civil War, T'Chaka might be the king of Wakanda, but he is not the Black Panther. You know, he is, I don't want to say figurehead, but yes, he is the the leader of Wakanda, but T'Challa was the protector, to use your, your phrasing. Right, and yeah, yeah, T'Challa yeah. hasn't even been crowned king of Wakanda yet when they get to Black Panther. Yeah. Because he has it to just, have that, yeah, just, that little throwdown with M'Baku first. Yeah, it's kind of just, it so happens that... Um, Wait a minute, it, whoa, 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 whoa. What do you mean he has to have to throw down with M'Baku? He, re- he rejected the crown. It's been a while since I... They, where they meet on that hillside and they 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 fight. Wasn't Mbaku saying I should be king? No, yeah. I know that, but I'm talking yeah. about midway through Black Panther when, uh, and for anyone who hasn't seen it, shame on you, spoilers. Uh, where T'Challa was found clinging to life by Mbaku, his mo- queen mother anointed him the Black Panther. They wanted to give him the heart shaped herb. He'll get the throne. He refused. Because T'Challa was still the rightful. Right. No, 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 no. I was talking about the beginning of the movie. Okay, got you. Sorry, sorry. Yeah, I was talking about the beginning of the movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because he, like you said, in the beginning of Black Panther, he hadn't become, he hadn't gone through the ritual. Yeah, and he was still No, not through the ritual of combat. Yeah. Yeah. And technically, technically, Killmonger and his fight was not done in a ceremonial way. So Killmonger still died as the unofficial king of Wakanda. Right. Which I also feel Which is, goes to his nearest relative, which is T'Challa. Yeah. Which <laughs> I always feel was a shame to kill off Killmonger because he was such an enjoyable character. Especially now. <laughs> but like, I yeah. think they had to. I think they had to. It had to impact T'Challa in a way. Yeah. Yeah, I guess to get him to that, that, that mindset of opening the world. Yeah opening Wakanda to the world and trying to help out the world because he saw how his cousin was neglected and forgotten. Right. But anyway, we have been the Nerdicons. This is our, I mean, I, 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 I give Loki an A plus. I thought I, I feel like it's been the best of the Marvel series so far. I got the yeah. most emotional attachment to this show. I will I will readily admit I teared up a little bit one too many times watching this show. So yeah. I definitely give it from a and again, the MCU shows have been so so well written that for me personally, it's almost as if I'm watching the movies just in bite-sized chunks. And for mm-hmm. me that's okay because it's so well written and like a good TV show, it brings you back to keep watching it but as far as if i'm gonna rate the show so far by far and away loki's the best one in my opinion like i i enjoyed wandavision i enjoyed falcon and the winter soldier but this one completely in my opinion is head above the rest i think i've enjoyed all the the shows um yeah i think it was a great build-up to this i mean i definitely agree i think this has been the best of the three 
Uh, I think the weakest one was Falcon and Winter Soldier, only knowing because it felt like something was missing and knowing that they did cut an entire plot out of that yes. because of COVID and um, yeah, the situation, the state of the world was in, it was too on the nose, too, I guess, real. Um, I think that show suffered just the tiniest bit from that. Um, but it was still an awesome show. Um, it, they haven't had any misses yet with me, but I feel Loki has been the best, um, the best show. And to make me enjoy a Will, uh, Owen Wilson performance, you know, (laughs) praise them because he was, and I like, you know, just talking to friends and stuff like that. I am not an Owen Wilson fan. There's very few movies that, and I enjoyed with Owen Wilson and it probably wasn't him. The reason I enjoyed them and to have this and really, really be like, wow, I really love his performance. He's great. I like this guy in this, you know, says a lot for him like you know what i mean like i want to see mobius again you know and real quick did you guys notice when loki came back at the end and mobius didn't know who he was like you know how they have the tva like printed everywhere on a column behind loki it said sja instead of tva interesting i didn't see that part yeah well, on, I, a, I mean... on the column like in that library you know where, where it said tva it says sja Hmm. I'm gonna have to go back and watch it all together. I think I'm that'll... sure there's tons of Easter eggs we all missed. But anyway, we have been the Nerdicons. We thank you all for listening. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram at Nerdicons Pod. Find, rate, review, subscribe, follow us, have interaction with us. We will talk. Damien. Well, kids, I just want to thank you again for being the man from the past. I will let you know that future Damien can be seen on twitch.tv slash Damien G Show for his retro cartoon reviews, as well as on uh, Facebook and Twitter.com as well under the same name. And you can check out my retro cartoon reviews. This week, I I took a little break, and now I'm back, and I reviewed on behalf of the Geek Out Network. uh, I, I reviewed SWAT Cats. Apparently, people like when I either do really cheesy pop shows like gem or if mm-hmm. i do the these animal team-up shows like <laughs> swat cats street sharks biker mice from mars and the cowboys of Mesa. so i don't know why people want me to watch these shows but i i watch cartoons from the 80s 90s and i've done a couple of 70s but those are really problematic so i'm trying to steer clear of that uh mm. to see if they uh, if they hold up if they're up to snuff I can honestly say I've done about 40 of these episodes and each one of them has been its own labor of love. And if I can plug really fast, if you'd like to make a donation so I can do an episode on your behalf, you can find me on Cash App as well as Venmo at Coach Damien G. Uh, That's D-A-M-I-A-N, not E-N, because some people have asked me. Uh, And again, twitch.tv slash Damien G show. And remember, kids, just because you have an intellectual property does not mean you need to make it into a toy or a cartoon. Sometimes the cash grab is not worth the squeeze. <laughs> I'm surprised no one's asked you to do gargoyles yet. That is, no one's asked me yet. No. Well, there you go, listeners. Um, Here's Carl. He hasn't watched yet. 
Ah, uh, yeah. Take guys. us home. Well, all right. Uh, you can find us at Nerdicons Pod on Twitter and Instagram. You can find me at Echoes Dork 10 on Instagram. Also, check out me and my friend's uh, toy photography page called Anonymous Plastic Addicts. Also, check out uh, TR4K Alliance, toy photography team that I'm on. Uh, stands for Toys Are For Kids. I promise we are not a cult. Check us out. Um, <laughs> And without further ado, remember to keep your detox dust free, your figures posed dynamically, and your comics bagged and boarded. Till next time. Later. Kang. Kang.